I'm your man Edward Shelton from Starting Over Podcast, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Hi, this is Ryan Morgan with Glass Cabinet Films, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm Amber. And I'm Jason from Married with Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I have with me my cousin and good friend, Austin Smith. Oh, that's adorable. I didn't know it was your good friend. And the man who does more teabagging than a 12-year-old playing Halo. The man who handles more bots than a backroom FedEx worker. The man who fills more gaps than a cock gun. And the man who spent more time on the mound than Satchel Paige. Hey, how you doing? Mr. Drew Alderson. Welcome to Sabretooth Radio, episode 118. <laughs> this is Dolly Hero Clicks, episode 118. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me is Mr. Drew Alderson. Hi, Drew Alderson. Sabretooth extraordinaire. Cock of the year 2013, that was me. Yep, he had to beat up. To be it, fair, there was, was a Mandingo was, was coming out that year. It was a tough year. It was a tough there year. There was a plane crash and all the other competitors died, so he's the only one, but if, I mean. If you remember that reference, you've been listening for a long time. Long time. <laughs> also have Mr. Austin Smith. Alright. I don't he, get any kind of intro. He wrote a sum, scumbag to all. Um. Uh, <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about the newly, um, well, I guess it's not newly announced because we already knew it was coming eventually, but we got some details on the X-Men set to talk about Uncanny X-Men, its official title, and then we're going to... It's uncanny how these X-Men are, I don't know. (laughs) And then we're going to talk about the changes WizKids has made uh, this week and recently about size changes and just uh, talk about their something drew knows very well <laughs> talk get about lip, get hit boy <laughs> whiz kids uh involvement in the game overall uh, as of late trade chairs no Say it's no. A, no take it like a man i'm not a fan <laughs> of taking it like a man let's start as I'm more always. of a small woman Let's start as always with news. I'm a large woman. So really, Austin's got a notepad that says uh, he told me to take it like a man. Really, all there is to talk about is the, the X Men announcement. So WizKids gave us. Yeah, some... there wasn't a set that just came out or none. Well, we talked about that enough last week with our sealed picks. But yeah, officially the Superman Wonder Woman sets out. It's good. Distri- distribution seems to be pretty good. I know. I got a Chase and a Prime in the same same. Group. Um. So yeah, people who. Like, I think it's, uh, I don't know how the distro works, but it, it's weird. It's actually really weird, because uh, Scott, uh, old Scott in turns, uh, got a case and got two chases and a prime. It's, mm-hmm. it's basically looking like it's a chase or a prime most of the time, but very rarely one of them has a chase and a prime. Because we, we had two cases at the dugout, and one of the cases had... Was double chase. Has double chase, and then the other one was normal. Just one chase, one prime. And then I opened two boosters out of one brick and Well, got... no, if you did... You, you know what, then? Because Matt... Did Matt get a chase? Matt got a... Matt got a prime, I think. Okay, so yeah, we had one case that was one chase, one prime, and one case that was double chase and one prime. And one... Yeah, one my brick was... <laughs> I literally bought three boosters from one brick and got Chase Prime. It seems like you at least get one Chase and one Prime. By the way, Austin Smith is still a scumbag with yeah. his pulls. So, like... Austin, real quick, go, go over your this this set's 
uh, example of Austin Luck at its finest. What happened this this set? So, uh, buddy Jake, Jake, Jake was like, I really want that Red Lantern Supergirl joke for the last few months about how bad he was going to make me pick his booster bricks for him to get Austin Luck out of it and get that Red Lantern Supergirl. Jake got impatient and bought his bricks before I got there. And I got there and I bought two boosters. Pulled Supergirl Prime immediately. So then I was like, uh, I had something to trade, and I was like, I'll trade this for a booster to someone else, so they go ahead and do it, and I'm thinking I'm going to hit a super rare, I'm doing the calculation, I'm like, alright, so there's probably super rare left in here, and at best I can make like 35 of its Mr. whatever his face. So, open the booster Brainiac. So, woo! Go me! Okay, so <laughs> the biggest thing about dealing with Austin Smith as a person, and why it's so... amazing I am. It the w- aura of glory I put off. All the right. fact that you have to hide your erection all the time. T- take your own dick out of your <laughs> mouth and let's continue. It's in my ass. The thing about much. Austin Smith pulling figures is you immediately know that you are going to have to pay him money if you <laughs> want to get that figure. He won't trade it because he doesn't play Hero Clicks. I mean, he does play Hero Clicks. He just, don't, he just don't, doesn't own them. He's in it for the money. <laughs> and, I'm in it to win it. And that's just the worst thing. <laughs> It's just the worst kind of person. I am the worst kind of person. I think we've said that a few times. I'm just saying when we filmed The Last Supper, I was Judas. Is there there (laughs) technically nothing wrong with that? Yeah, probably. But, like, you're a scumbag. You're the thing. You you just scum boosters for money. Which is why it's so enjoyable when you get nothing, and why it's so disheartening when you get everything. (laughs) I'm just saying I'm not allowed to actually gamble because I would have a legitimate gambling problem, and basically I have a legitimate gambling problem, but it's in Heroclix form. (laughs) Most of the sculpts look good. Oh yeah, Uh, that's one thing I really like, uh, even the General Lane, like the soldier in General Lane. (laughs) The detail, they fucking sculpted the pockets. You know what sculpt doesn't look good? Red Sun Superman. (laughs) Really? Yeah, have you seen I it? I haven't looked at it. It's really not. I good. do like the little red sun symbol they have yeah, on the, the base. The bases though. are very it's good. really cool. The lack of a red sun Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, that is a little disappointing. The Brainiac looks nice. Hi, it's, it's a Lex okay. Luthor comic. Let's just not get a Lex Luthor. Let's get a fucking Bizarro instead. Wow. If and only gr- we wouldn't have got the eighth Lex, Luce- Lex Luthor. It's an, the... oh, okay, whatever. Are you, oh, I haven't gotten a saber tooth. In like God, here we go. six sets, and he was a chase, Austin. I should have known, Hunter. Since you, since we brought up, Saber you know what Lex Luthor is? He's a rare. In the last like four sets. Well, back over to uh, X Men. We have a tentative release date on Uncanny X Men. It is May twenty fifth of next year. It will have. It does not look like a super booster set. It has seventy figures in total. 16 common, 16 uncommon, 16 rare. Makes a lot of sense. God damn it, Wizkid, stop it. 12 super rare and 6 chases, including primes for each of those, obviously. Um, then there will also be a Fast Forces, which is the all-new X-Men, which was a really good book, Yeah. and along with X-23. So there we go. I was just talking on the podcast the other day how I wanted a regular X-23, not a cosmic one, not a duo. Um, and there we go. So we know we're getting at least one. X23. There's also a new thing called Clicks Effects. <sighs> what is this? Yeah, so at the bo- on the bottom line there, fe- featuring six Hero Clicks figures with all new DAO designs, a rule sheet, and a Clicks FX, all one word, basis. Up above it says that it's a new way to, to easily track ongoing game and environmental effects. What? Don't know. No idea. <laughs> no clue. Um, Sub themes will be Marauders, that's a popular one. 
Freedom Force, which we got a few of in Days of Future Past, and more. Uh, and oh, uh, sorry, sub-themes. Uh, the first one is all new X-Men, which you already know because that's the Fast Forces. So you'll get... Marauders, that would be kind of sick. Yeah, that's pretty... There's no way we wouldn't get a gambit out of a Marauders. I wouldn't say there's no way, but yeah, it's likely that we would. Because he's also a real popular character. Yeah. So we'll eventually have an episode where we talk about what we want to see, what sub-themes we want, what characters we want, all that good stuff. Freedom Force is not one of them. But the second part of our news slash our main topic this week... Is how good WizKids has been lately. Yeah, they've really gotten their shit together, let me tell you. So, they made some more rules changes this week. You know, we talked last week about equipment and how we really... You know who's a marauder? Like the way that was set up. You know who's a marauder? I don't even want to give Sa- him this one. Sabretooth's a marauder? <laughs> I know he is. I'm sure we'll get a gambit, not a Sabretooth. Do you know how hilarious that would be? Just the fucking salt, like, just pouring from Drew out of every aura. I might legitimately just kill you. <laughs> you know that, right? I, I, want to it, it, I will let you beat the shit out of me if there's a gambit and not a Sabretooth in this set. Okay. That's a bad bet, Austin. <laughs> um, so they made some changes again with this week. We shook on it. Design. Let's move on. So if you want to follow along with us, go to HeroClicks.com and click on the article that says Design Insight Size Categories. So they start with a nice little paragraph where they explain to us why they've been making the changes. And it's everything we want to hear from WizKids. They say they're changing things because they want to streamline the game rules. Increase consistency in rules and power wording so it's clearer and more intuitive for players to understand the intent of game effects. That sentence right there is exactly what we've all been asking from WizKids for a decade now. It sounds like they took their entire design team out back, sacrificed them, and summoned some sort of demon lord who knows game design really well to take over or something. Because this is not WizKids. Something's wrong here. As we work towards completing a new rulebook in PAC... And you notice, I, I just noticed when we were talking, when we were reading that X-Men article, it said there'd be a rulebook in the Fast Forces. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's when we get our new rulebook, is not until the X-Men set. Who knows? Uh, we'd like to introduce some rules revisions relevant to the release of the new Colossals in Superman and Wonder Woman. So it goes on and talks about how each what each symbol is, and so on and so forth. And what they typically done. Now, we already know what all they typically done, so we're going to skip forward to the changes, and then we will compare them to the past. Tiny size is just going to get plus one versus range. Great size is going to get improved movement, ignores hindering and elevated, which it already did, outdoor blocking and adjacency. Those are new. So, Impre- or at least, is... out, or maybe they're not new. I can't remember. Oh, what's? Hold on. Because have... if they, if by adjacency they, you know what though, that's not new because by adjacent, it's we we usually see it in symbol form, in text yeah. form, it's looking different in my brain. Yeah, that's what they block out or blocking adjacency. It just doing. means they can they move like a flyer where if they're not based yet, they can move past figures without stopping. That has always been the case. I apologize. But something new they're going to get is improved targeting out of adjacency. Now, typically, that's something that only Colossals could do. Yep. Yep. So that's a big change for giant size. Great size. Great size is the ability that both Colossals and Giants Or for a great size, I mean. So effectively, if you've been following Heroclix rules for a long time, Mm -hmm. you know great size and giant reach. Well, what they're trying to do in a nutshell is they're trying to 
get away from that aspect of it and grant abilities to the actual sizes or some abilities to the actual sizes so that now Colossals will get Giant Reach and Giants will lose the the, the Giant Reach ability is going to lose the ability to carry. Instead, carry, and, and the tiny size part, you'll notice that part is gone too. Tiny size used to say normal size characters can carry them, yada, yada, yada. Instead of including carrying in the, the size, size charts, they're changing the actual way that carrying works in the rule book. So now, carry any figure larger than another figure can carry the smaller figure without paying the negative two movement costs. Now, flyers will still work normally. You can still carry a figure that's the same size as you if you are a flyer. Uh, granted, it doesn't break any other rules, like they're not a multi-base, they're not carrying an object, anything like that, and take the negative two movement and all that good stuff. But in general, all characters, so a colossal can now carry a giant size, a giant can now carry a regular size, yada, yada, yada. So that's a, a different change for us overall. And it's worth noting there's a push for giant-sized characters to be more single-based. Mm -hmm. Like, most of the... all, Actually, all the Superman, Wonder Woman, Colossals, I think, are all colossal and not... None of them are giant-sized. Mm -hmm. There's giant-sized characters in the set. There are, but I'm just... Uh, and we saw that in Age of Ultron. The Goliath and the... Uh, giant. The Giant Man were both single-based giant figures. And the only one that was a two by two was the colossal version. Yeah. Um, we also saw that in Superman Legion of Superheroes, Guardians of the Galaxy with Tyrant. So that that does seem like something they've been doing a lot recently is making giant size only single base. Um, and then they're going to change the way that line of fire, knockback, breakaway, and carry works. These are big changes too. So we already talked about carry. So knockback's going to work differently now. Go ahead and scroll down. You want to talk about knockback? Yeah, um, characters can't be knocked back by a character smaller than themselves now. In order to knock back a character, it must be the same size as you or larger. So you can't knock back single base giants as a normal character. Um, tiny characters can't basically knock back anybody except other tinies. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how much effect it'll play on the meta well, or anything, but it's a yeah. cool idea th theoretically. You know. Mm -hmm. um, and then breaking away got changed too I like the breakaway changes a lot yeah so this is the question that players have asked since tiny size started I've been asked this at least a dozen times if I break away from a tiny character do I get any bonuses towards that do I have to roll do I get plus one and the answer was always no well just to keep things confusing the answer is now yes <laughs> when breaking away from smaller from only smaller characters that's one note you increase your breakaway plus one. If they're two sizes smaller, you automatically break away. If all the characters you're breaking from away from are two or more sm sizes smaller, you automatically break away. Note that if even one character you're attempting to break away from is the same size as you are larger, you won't get any of the bonuses. Now, you do not take any negatives. So, for instance, if I'm a tiny and I'm trying to break away from a regular, I don't take negative one. I, it's still a 50-50, yeah. but... If you break away from a smaller character, you get a bonus to that. I like that as I well. I definitely like that. Um, I think it slightly nerfs a lot of the tiny size tie figures in general, unfortunately. But um, yeah. I still like it th thematically. I like it a lot. 
Well, it made sense. It was always like, like no, like I can kind of see, I guess, the justification that like an Ant Man running circles around a larger character, keeping him distracted or whatever. But like, there are times that like a rocket raccoon, because he's tiny, can tie me up permanently, and I'm just like, I should be able to break away from this, at least with a small bonus. And then, uh, of course, the line of fire change is now that uh, they can always see over smaller characters just flat out. Mm-hmm. On top of that, a big change, Colossals basically don't give a jack shit about Line of Fire anymore. No, right. any, any great size character doesn't care about Elevated. So Is it regular too. Giants too? Mm-hmm. So they now ignore, let's see if we can find the size chart here. Maybe under great size. Um, on targeting, they ignore characters. And I thought we had... Right there. Lines of fire drawn to or from this character are not blocked by elevated or outdoor blocking and are not hindered unless the target occupies hindering terrain. Um, This character may occupy multiple elevations. That's a new change that'll be huge for Colossals. Yeah. This ability can't be counter ignored. So, you used to, there used to be a very complex system if you've ever played Colossals a lot. Where they're considered a level of elevation higher and all this But certain shit. things block them and certain characters block them depending on what elevation they are on. And it gets very confusing. And there was also a reverse of it where you could see over some stuff and they couldn't and all this shit. Well, now it's just flat out to and from you. Yep. It's not blocked. So if you're a giant things. or Colossal, you can see them, they can see you. Pretty much 24-7. The Which only thing so that's going to block Line of Fire is if there's another character the same size or bigger than you between you. Or indoor blocking terrain. Or indoor blocking terrain, obviously. So if there, if my, um, let's say, giant is trying to shoot your giant, as long as there's not another giant or a colossal in between us, we're good. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're four levels down, doesn't matter if you're on the other side of four different level changes. I just imagine like Galactus is just standing there in between Giant Man trying to shoot a Goliath or something. Now a lot of these other changes I've said I like them <clears> thematically. <throat> this one I like for simplicity. I don't think it thematically makes any sense whatsoever. But rules-wise it is Rules-wise, I would rather have this be So I'll take the rules-wise. Yeah, I'll easier. Cuz this has been a mess. I mean, we've argued about this a dozen times as people before and it's just, it was unnecessary. The elevated rules in general are one of the more complex and annoying parts Probably of the Probably the most complex, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. of the whole. Line of Fire in general is mm-hmm. one of the more complex. Elevated Line of Fire is probably the most complex part I of the also, game. I also, I'm very happy they did the targeting or being targeted bit of it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it, it avoids any possible rules leeway or playing around with the wording or anything that some people could do mm-hmm. to try to snake their way around it. So, I mean, overall, I don't think this really breaks the game in any sense uh, i think it barely makes anything even better or worse i mean it it will to some figures to a small degree but when we think about the figures that dominate the meta game yeah just about all of them are normal size yeah, yeah. seriously this i mean is, yeah, pretty, there's a there's a couple tiny like despotellus did but despotellus doesn't require you break away anyway right. so that change isn't going to matter he doesn't block line of fire you know so he really doesn't get a change. And then he's not able to equip stuff anymore, so there's a chance right. that he's probably going to drop out of the meta too. Um, and then, of course, there's the great reach change, or the giant reach changes, which are. Oh, yeah, we almost forgot. So, basically. The best changes, actually. Now, when you get giant reach, it will say giant reach X, and X being a specific number. So, if it says giant reach 2, 
that will be the way that we know and love Giant Reach. The two squares in line of fire you can hit. Colossals and some other special powers will grant higher than that. Mm-hmm. So Colossals by default are Giant Reach 3. Yeah, so the Colossals will always get to hit... Not only did Colossals get Giant Reach now, they get an even better Giant Reach. Yeah, They get a 3 by cool. 3 basically. And then this also opens up for us to get special powers like... Like a Mr. Fantastic yep. who has Giant Reach 5 or something like that. Like, you can open up more design opportunities. Uh, that Avalanche that did the whole Quake at range, like, he could have just said, you can yeah, use Quake it, as if it had Giant Reach Right, exactly. I like, think that's a great change. Like, it cleans up wording, it makes a lot of sense, great change overall. And they bring up a specific example because everyone was asking about that Brimstone because his power didn't make much sense mm-hmm. before these changes came out where he basically moves, makes a close combat attack, and anyone within the that's in that drawn line of fire, but everyone's like, well, he doesn't even have giant reach because he's a colossal. This doesn't make any sense. This is why. Now he picks three squares out, and he basically swings his sword down. I think thematically and rules-wise, great choice. It, yep. it was the dumbest thing in the game that A, colossals didn't even have. I always thought that was weird. And giant couldn't carry. They yeah, couldn't, couldn't carry. carry. Because it was all wrapped up in the great size yeah. ability. And so, now this will nerf, we were talking, we were like, well... There are some figures who get granted giant reach through abilities. I The first one came to my mind was Flatman, little 28-point yeah. Flatman. The reason he was excellent in Sealed was not only was he cheap and tie-up and had outwit, but he had giant reach so he could carry as well. Yeah. Now that will no longer be possible um, because that part is gone from giant reach. So yeah. One of my favorite things about this, though, is if you look right there, uh, when they do the revised Did you guys text, talk about the carry rules? Yeah, uh, you can carry someone smaller yeah, than you know. yeah. Um, the my favorite thing about the rules though is they show the current versus the revised. Look at Tiny and it loses like half the rules text, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And none of the actual rules changed for that. Yeah, it just it's just simple. The new table to... basically of smaller characters right. and stuff just simplifies all of it. And it was the same thing with vehicles. They were and standard characters and crap like that. They've just been reducing redundancy and stating yeah. things repeatedly. We should note great size just still says or uh, did say can't be knocked back the revised version does not but that's because that's so they can be knocked back now from giants and from colossals that's a different change as well that we hadn't mentioned which we have we talked about that a little bit when me and you were talking about it um basically uh there's got to be some changes to knockback rules i imagine coming as well um, yeah, we were talking about multi bases. Yeah, and how they most of the colossals that, are multi base, right? And most of the older giants are multi bases as well. So we'll have to wait and see what the rule book says on that. Now, as of now, giant base or uh, multi bases still cannot be knocked back regardless of size. Yeah, and that's because that part Would be isn't on the PAC. It has nothing to do with sizes. It's in the rule book under a separate section on specifically multi-base characters that says they can't be knocked back. Now, personally, I think that should probably stay like that. For simplicity's sake. For rules simplicity's sake. It's always been that way. As much Um, as thematically, I'd love to see two colossals just punching each other and knocking each other back. Yeah, but it it doesn't make too much sense anyways, just because they're so big. I don't know. I I just feel like they should keep it that way, but we'll see. When they when they do make the new rule book, we'll we'll be sure to check and see. If I'm they really excited change. for the new rule book because I'm wondering like what all the changes are going to be that they're not doing full articles for. Yeah, maybe there's and maybe we will get more articles like this. I don't know. The design insights one of the best things WizKids done in recent, like giving us the idea of what they're working on, 
Like, this is the kind of community interaction to a point that I have been begging for since freaking we started this game. It's just, it's such a step up. Major kudos to WizKids on all of these changes. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with it. I think the game overall is going to benefit greatly from this. I think we, as longtime players, are going to have a very short learning span of these yeah. new rules. A, lo- a few growing pains here and there. But when it's all said and done, we're going to like it. It would be kind of like the new powers almost. I mean, a little different from the new powers, but I think new players, players who come in from here on out, are going to find the game much easier to pick up than we did. It's going to be a lot easier. I can't wait to see the flight rules. That's true. It'd be cool to see some... Well, like what? Like being able to hit someone on a higher elevation from you if you have flight. I would love that. I always talk about that, though, every time when they never do change it. Then what is Leap Climb for? <laughs> Leap Climb just needs removed. <laughs> I mean, I guess it gives you plus two to break away. It gives you plus two to break away. And you get to ignore some stuff. And if, they, if they're tiny size, you get plus three, so there you go. I'm going to love oh, being like, hey, I, I'm going to I'm gonna judge call you every time doesn't I'm going to break away it, from well, tiny. Well, it doesn't, I guess, it, I don't want to say it wouldn't matter, because it does still matter, but... You on breakaway, you always fail on a one and succeed on. Yeah, six, if you had leap climb, you regardless of your yeah your negatives. But that will oh, help. There was a change to plasticity in this too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Let me see if I can find it. Basically, it's just that characters of plasticity can't be automatically broken away or something like that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, great size also lets the oh that's current they ignore plasticity, but that's being changed. Yeah, so great size is no longer automatically ignore plasticity. But plasticity itself still adds two to breakaway. Opposing characters still subtract two. But now there's an, a new part to it. Opposing characters of the same size or smaller can't automatically break away from this character and must end their movement when entering a square adjacent to this character, even if they would not have to do so normally. And see, I think this is a buff to plasticity. I think there's a few situations where characters had powers that automatically broke away and stuff like mm-hmm. that that now are stuck because of that. Now, here's here's the only question that brings up. When, if a character has... If another character, not the plasticity character, so let's say Sabretooth. Sabretooth ignores characters on movement. Yeah, this is the question. Mr. Fantastic has plasticity. I think even with this new wording, the way I would rule it would be that Sabretooth still would ignore Mr. Yeah. Fantastic. But I'm not sure. But they added. But the only part that might trip me up is the last uh, clause there, even if they would not have to do so normally. But that's the end. That's entering a square adjacent. Yeah. Now the Which way that's on the current one too, though. Yeah. The way it was, I think that, I think Sabretooth would still ignore Mr. Fantastic. I think it would too. The way this was explained to me a. a years ago when they first came up with uh, improved movement was by, I think it was Norm, and he said, essentially, if you ignore characters on movement, you do ignore plasticity, and just act like that care and any traits otherwise that don't specify, that can't be ignored, just essentially act like that character is not even there. It's almost on the same level of Pulse Wave as far as ignoring things. Like, you just, you just act like Mr. Fantastic is not even on the board. So, like, so anything he has, including traits, including whatever, you are ignoring that character for all intents and purposes while you move. Yeah. So, I think even with these changes, that would still be the case. But we'll see if we'll uh, see, yeah. if they create an article for it. All right. So overall, we're real happy with it. 
I think everybody. I mean, I don't see how you can not be. I mean, there's nothing in there that would rile anyone. I don't think. I don't know. I haven't checked out the realms in a while. This is true. I'm sure. Uh, Everyone gets mad about everything. Something uh, could be. The world could be on fire. I don't know. They painted this generic one color wrong. It's a different shade of green. Damn it. Let's move into community. Right now, we are in the middle of November style design, and we will be doing. As we mentioned a couple weeks ago, in December we're going to have a special event. It's going to be kind of an invitation. We'll call it uh, the Dial H Invitational or something like that. That sounds so official. And only previous winners of Dial Design Contest will be able to enter in December. And we'll have kind of a contest of champions. Have the best of the best. And do a a contest with only them. And we're also going to, they will be voting for their own dials. And I'll explain how all that works when we get to that. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, coming up in about two weeks. We're going to start right at the beginning of December so that hopefully we can avoid Christmas week altogether. So that would be easier on everybody. Um, in the mailbag side of things, we have a question from superfan Eric Lennell. Yay! We haven't got one from him in a while. Hey guys, I'm going to try to get back in the habit of writing in. Who Thanks. do you like this weekend in the fight, Henderson or Belfour? Of course that's what he asks. Not a question, Austin. <laughs> Henderson, probably. I think. I'm going to tweet at that asshole. I don't honestly know. Yeah. <laughs> They're both towards the end. I'd like to see Hendo win. I think Vitor probably will win. I think, so old. I think Dan's so old. Yeah. I think Dan's a little more out of shape than Vitor. I love Dan way more than Vitor. I know, that's what I'm saying. I want Vitor's got the, you know, he's got them steroids running through his veins. Yeah, I'm going to be rooting for Dan, but I'm, yeah. I, I, my money's on Vitor. Abel says, thanks for the Street Fighter tips. I've been, I have been checking out a lot of Maximilian's YouTube videos. Hopefully it doesn't take too long to get good. Anyways, my questions are, what sub-themes do you expect to see in the next Marvel set, whether it's X-Men or Spider-Man? Well, we're going to be talking about that on upcoming Well, episodes. we got, uh... Reinforced Marauders. We got all new X-Men. <laughs> we got, uh... Marauders. On, on the other side, he says, there are six DLC characters... That you can buy with in-game currency coming to Street Fighter Five. All right. Well, uh, assuming one to three of them are returning characters, who do you want to see the most return? We already know who they are, basically. Well, I'm assuming Abel now knows that we already know who those characters are. Because due the to files da- data mining, yeah, they <laughs> data mined the files. They found announcers. They found everything. So we know that they are uh, Guile, Guile, Balrog, Urian, and Alex, Urian and Alex, Ibuki and Jury. Those are your six. Oh man, Jury's gonna be fun in Street Fighter Five. So, like just the way it plays differently. I'm happy with all of those. I don't. I don't dislike any of those characters. I like Alex a whole lot, so I'll definitely be playing I some of him. Suck some Alex in the only. Um, so happy. As as far as after that, well, yeah. so so let's let's take uh, his character. You know, the, the guy took the time to write in a question. Let's let's try to answer. So, uh, if you could pick one other character, how about that? One one uh, other character who, including these new six, is not in there. Who do you want to see the most? I want to see Gukan. I think Gukan plays differently enough, and I think they need a good zone hybrid zone Gukin. kind of character. Gukan. Teach his own Ryu Ryu. Yeah. Although one of them's obviously correct, one of them's not. Um, Have you speaking of such? Did you see? I the, definitely would want Dudley. Did you see the tutorial cutscene in Street Fighter Five? Yeah, I played it. Yeah, that's so cool, isn't it? They have yeah. the alpha skins for when Ryu you and Ken. when you fire it up on this new stress test. Awesome! I oh, you did so good. It's been so many weeks since you didn't bring it to the podcast. No, 
Um, yeah, I play on the new stress test that we did last night, which I got to play a little bit of Laura. Um, they um, said uh, there's going to be a lot of those classic costumes. Birdie's going to get a non-gutted one, which I think will be kind of cool. Good, because Birdie used to be in shape. And then now he's the new Rufus. <laughs> All he does is eat, though, on the on this game. I'm telling you. Um, um, I like Dudley. You want Goken. Drew, who do you want? Or Eagle. Eagle would be fun. Yeah, I like Eagle a lot, too. Eagle. I don't know. This is a hard question. I'm trying to think through all the alpha characters i played that haven't had a good chance to shine in Street Fighter. Saddam? <laughs> Maybe? Uh, I don't know. Like um, He played so weird, but he was fun. He Akuma was fun. also. It blows my mind Akuma's not in there. There's no way he doesn't make it eventually. He's such a fan. Yeah. They're going to wait till the game starts tanking and then release Akuma to get population back up. I don't know. Like... Uh, you got your bow wrong, and it's hard for you. Probably Q, actually. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> probably Q, yeah. With his defense taunt. Um, the just, taunts don't Just going like to throw me clear game. across the map and then taunt. Your oh, he's such a high-tier character. Not, I don't give a shit. No, <laughs> the tier list for Third Strike goes out the door when we're playing local games because none of us can parry. It still doesn't go out the door. It doesn't no, it goes out the fucking door. I can take Necro to a Third Strike tournament and fuck half of us over by accident. You don't even know how to play Necro. Anyways. What uh, does Necro do? He shoots lightning because he's no. Rushing. He doesn't does not shoot, shoot lightning. lightning. He doesn't shoot lightning. Drew, we're just gonna ignore. He electrocutes himself. Malcolm Rush, the man from Japan, says, "Since WizKids is cleaning up the rulebook, what other area of the rulebook do you want them to clean flight. up or change?" <laughs> Drew wants flight. I agree with Drew. I want flight to be able to punch up elevated already. Um. Hmm. Another okay. So I can't wait to see how they like if they're they're coming out with a new pack too, right? Yeah, yeah. So I can't wait to see them try to streamline hypersonic speed and pulse wave. <laughs> like these are like the pulse two wave got cleaned up though pretty well. Yeah, as much as it can. I, I mean, think, it's just yeah. such a complicated power in general. Yeah. It's always going to be the most complicated power in the game. Um, hmm. I would like to see them maybe even more line of fire. Just very slight cleanups, just to make it even easier for newer yeah. players. I know it'd be a rough transition. You know, line of fire would, movement. I would like to see the power action. I would like to see the action types either changed in title a little bit, because as a new player, I know that that was really confusing to me, and we still see yeah. people. So like power actions, and I still don't get the whole move action thing. If I take a move action for a charge, do I not? Or a power action for a charge, do I? Get a move action? Does it trigger no. move action? You get a up? you move, but you don't get a move get, action. That's, that's what I'm move. saying. It's stuff like that. Like I feel like yeah. they could clarify that better. That's actually probably a better answer. Honestly, I agree with that. I think the new changes clean up uh, line of fire a lot. So yeah. Uh, Darren McCracken, I was wondering if there's a way to give a hero clicks the Justice League or Legion of Doom keyword during force construction. I don't think there is at the moment. When we get the init, so we'll get a watchtower resource eventually. I can't think of anything. I mean, I know there's no Legion of Doom. I'm trying to think of Justice League. I don't think... I don't think so. I don't think there's been I'm anything. almost positive the only one we've really had was... If we're forgetting something, you guys write in and let us know, but I don't yeah. think there is anything. The Slosh one's the closest thing we've got to that. Yeah, and that was like one of the first ones. Yeah. Um, there's also Mr. Sinister who gave Marauders, but yeah. you had to already have X-Men or... And it was Brotherhood, Brotherhood. X-Men that turned into him, yeah. Uh, Brian says, it's been a long time since so I've written in. I'm a cool stuff buyer. I know I'm a terrible person. And Dude, we we're all, all cool, cool stuff, stuff buyers. buyers. That's our place. So I got disenfranchised with WizKids when they allocated cool stuff to where they had to cancel all brick orders 
of the set. Still love the game, though. My question is, why are so many venues and judges sticklers for some sort of Highlander rule or another? I feel like there is a silver ring mechanic in clicks for a reason. Why house rule this? Do you guys Highlander? If so, why not? Or if so, why? Depends if not, Depends on the venue, but uh, if you want your answer on to why they've Highlandered, your answer's sitting in this room right now. <laughs> I understand why some venues do it. Um, it it goes. It honestly kind of goes back partially to the whole comic book realism thing. Yeah, it's it's all about the thematicness yeah. of everything. And uh, but there is Drew's right. There is a scumbag portion to it that Austin has abused in the past. Where people... There are a lot of iterations of Tony Stark that are very strong. There are a lot of iterations of Scarlet Witch, and that's the one that caused the Highlander rule to go into effect for me, because I played three different iterations of Scarlet Witch at once, pretty much. Um, you, Austin, you played three Iron Man War Machines. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't play that one at GP, though, and that's where they got the Highlander rule. We don't have one at the dugout, but we, we have a laid-back atmosphere anyway, so we don't really care or have to worry about it too much. And every now and then, and, you, you want to let the Superman kid bring out his 50 Superman. Yeah, and it's it's about game balance in general, and like you said, there the Silver Ring mechanic is there to do that already. So I'm not, you know, I'm not the, all that worried about Highlander-ish stuff. He says, if I feel like if I feel like anyone who reads comics, especially DC would have no problem with multiple versions of the same That's character. True. It's even thematic. I um, can see that. Argument. To each their own. I don't I don't yeah, dislike I don't one know. or the other at all. Um, I do want to their... talk about that top point, though, with the whole cool stuff thing. Mm-hmm. So everyone's going after cool stuff, or going after WizKids over this. Um, I'm on the opposite side. I think cool stuff's throwing a hissy fit to try to get the community riled up. Um, the, the whole story, basically, is that WizKids told online retailers, you guys can only order so much, just like brick and mortar stores can um but they are holding them to the same you have to order op kit standard that brick and mortar stores are of course. right so they already have a leg up on the local stores on that regard correct the problem was cool stuff opened pre-orders for the superman wonder woman set let everyone put in all these pre-orders then WizKids gave them the restriction said hey guys we are only allowing you to order this many cases and instead of canceling their singles Cool stuff canceled pre-orders. See, I agree with Austin. I think that was a scumbag yeah. move. As much as I love cool stuff and I order only from them pretty much because their prices and everything, I I agree. I think this was cool stuff's mess up and not WizKids. I mean, WizKids put them in a bad situation, but like Austin's saying, they had a choice. They, yeah, they could have they could have filled your pre-orders yeah. and not sold singles. And what do you? Of course, what makes them the most money? Singles. singles. Yeah. So I agree with Austin. I can see both sides. I see yeah. why they're both frustrated. I think this may not be a bad idea on WizKids' part, though, because there are some sets that sell out really quick. Like, think how fast Wolverine the X-Men was gone. Oh, yeah. So quick. And think not how to fast mention, Amazing Spider- or the next Spider-Man set's going to be gone. And not know? to mention the local venues, which we play at and stuff like that, they already have issues competing with online retailers because they cannot get that low because right. of overhead. Exactly. So when you have the gaming companies have to give local retailers some kind of leg up, in some way, or else they're going to run them out of business, basically. I'm actually on WizKids' side on this, too. I actually am. Everything's coming up WizKids this week. I just... Did we go to Bizarro it's World? It's Bizarro World. Yeah. So yeah, It's so fucked up. Next Drew's going to be happy or something. That's going to do it for <laughs> us this week. Now, just to give you guys a heads up, the podcast's going to be a little different the next couple weeks because I'm going to be on a hunting trip um, He's hunting the most dangerous game. <laughs> the most dangerous game, Hero Clicks. Um, for two weeks, 
I'm gonna be playing Hero Clicks in the Woods by myself. <laughs> With no food or water. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rugged mountain man. He'll be eating plastic figures. We're going to try to do a on-the-road episode for you guys so that you'll have something to listen to next week, next Saturday. And then the one after that, we're going to take that off. We'll take a... That'll be... No, it won't be Thanksgiving. It'll be close to Thanksgiving. Close enough. <laughs> It'll be our fall break, basically. Everybody will take a week off that week. So you're only going to have to go one week without any new content. Just to give you a heads up, that's why things are going to be the way they are. I told Hunter we could only let you guys only have one week. We're doing so the best welcome. We're doing the best we can to give you some content as much as we can. So, And of course news will be behind on that episode since it'll yeah. be a little... I think news is going to be really slow right now anyways. Anytime as soon as a set comes out, we're always really slow. For... And since it is kind of the fall break period, WizKids is also out of yeah. office usually about this time too. And there's not really a lot of yeah. conventions going on in I November. think after probably Thanksgiving, they'll start up World's Finest Spoilers. I agree. I think until then... When's that set? Or they'll wait till the week of When's the When's that set <laughs> slated to come out? January? Fe- January? It's the end of January, early February. Yeah. It's their typical early year set. Yeah. Because Superman Wonder Woman was effectively their Flash, their Iron Man. It was the November set. So, nobody guessed the uh, song from last week. It was it was an easy game, hard track. I gave them Donkey Kong 64, but a difficult track. It was from the, the Desert World. one of mm-hmm. Actually, probably my least favorite world on the entire game because it had some frustrating parts. But I liked that song. I hated the fact you had basically like freaking. There were so many tiny puzzles in that place, mm-hmm. and it was just. She was my least favorite mechanics. to play. Yeah, the quick. That's what I was saying. It was, mm-hmm. it was probably my least favorite world. But yeah, one you're of my, right. That really was. But one just, of my favorite tracks. Just like the Jack and the Boss box being the worst boss. So that's what last week's was. And uh, if you want to try to take a stab at this next one, be sure to write us in along with any questions you have. Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. Drew, why are you so handsome, man? Dial H for yeah. Hero Clicks. I mean, ask, I mean he'll he'll he's it. so handsome you can see it through the sound wave. He's not going to tell you the origin story if you don't ask. So. Right. I mean, you can ask him color of his underwear for all you care. Hey, I mean, We're currently, be, you know, well, we just got bought out by Fox for the movie, you know, Drew Alderson, <laughs> the Lifetime story. But, so is t- it crawl, called colon. Incredibly Loud and Incredibly? <laughs> colon, this guy's on a podcast. Yeah, Colin, this guy's on a podcast. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.